Welcome to Fish Fingers and Custard, the Explosion Network's Doctor Who After Show. I'm Dylan Blight and joining me, Ashley Hopley. Hey Dylan, excited to be here. Did we get back from the TARDIS in time for season 12? Oh, what year is it? 2021? <laughs> God damn it, I think, I think we jumped ahead too far. How many seasons did we miss? What's that, like one and some specials? Oh. Uh. But it's like three years later. You told me there was only one season. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we missed a season. Sorry, we were stuck in space prison. That's what happened, right? <laughs> Somewhat. Yeah, we uh, we missed a season and we missed the special. I think that's right. Like that is exactly sort of what happened. Yes. Yeah. So we, we didn't season cover 12. season 12 and the revolution of the Daleks. Yeah. Well, it's all right. It sounds like more than this, but it's just an entire season. <laughs> <laughs> it's just 13 episodes. It's just really. 13 episodes. It's fine. Um, you are, Before we jump into this week's episode, or the start of Flux, you, so I did actually watch that, but you only recently just caught up in time yeah. to, to start this. So what, what are your overall thoughts on that last season? And specifically, I guess, the whole Timeless Child reveal and all that that upset the internet. I mean, I think it was like the season as a whole is like kind of fine. Is like, I I believe going in they were go, like very much going for standalone stories and that kind of stuff. Um, you know what I mean, it was okay. There was nothing super memorable. I feel like out of that season, other than obviously the ending in which they decide to rewrite the history of the Doctor. Uh, obviously knew that most of that information going in. Uh, so you know it's okay. I mean it's interesting. It does lead to a lot more potential stories and i guess it kind of safeguards the doctor going forward that we don't have to worry about another 12 regenerations <laughs> she's got infinite lives you know so so hopefully down the line we get like maybe two doctors in very quick succession seeing as they've got infinite lives like maybe in one episode is just a brand new doctor and they're dead by the end of the episode that'd be pretty cool yeah. as, i mean the, <laughs> i mean it does lower the stakes a little bit yeah that's the thing, but I feel like they also... See, I don't know if it was a Jibnal thing or a, even BBC or whatever. Being like, can you come up with a way <laughs> <laughs> in which we don't have to constantly sort of keep having to come up with reasons that the Doctor can keep regenerating or, like, write it into the the plot? Mm. Or, you know, like, oh, you got, they got some more free ones, free lives. Like, they got 100 coins. The Doctor <laughs> can regenerate again, sort of thing. Yeah. Um. And then revelation of the revolution of the Daleks. It's okay. Yeah. Again, you know, it was a nice send off to the Graham and Roy. I want to say Roy. Yeah, <laughs> it's I been be twelve honest, hours. I can, I, yeah, I cannot even remember his name, but I haven't watched it in a while. But Graham, we will. Graham, miss Graham, our hero. Yeah, Graham is the hero of the show. We will miss Graham. Yeah. Although getting into this, I'm glad that the. Uh, well, I'll say it. I was about to say companion. Um. Yeah, so Doctor Who Flux is the official, it's not a mini or spin-off season, it's, that's just what they're titling. This is the, the 13th official season. Uh, fittingly, the Doctor will finish up in the 13th season, so makes sense, I guess. Um, Plus the, yeah, yeah, but it's, it's it's not. But it's still only it's still only thirteenth yeah. season yeah. plus special. Like we're we're not we're not going into season fourteen. Fourteen, so. no, yeah, but yeah. like uh, For, the fourteenth Doctor. Gets it's like a tenant who had like twenty specials before he finished well, up. Yeah, there was an Easter special, then there was some other special, and then there was like 
you know, two person specials. Yep. Yeah. Spread throughout the year. That was a weird time. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I want to cover the whole Russell T. Davis coming back thing. I think let's just talk about that more when we get to the end of this I'm pretty run, sure we talked about it on an episode of What Do You Want to Watch? That's so true. If you want to go That's listen true. to that. Yeah. Go listen to What Do You Want to Watch? Whatever. You know what episode it was? Last one. Wasn't it? It might be. Yeah. Well, go listen yeah. to What Do You Want to Watch anyway. If you want to hear us talk about You'll that. You'll be able to find it. But we will loop back to that topic, I think, at the end of this to see like what Russell T. Davis is going to be given, uh, sort of on the plate at the end of this to to well, to a degree, I guess we've got the specials, but to a degree, mm. like the direction we think everything's sort of been set up. But yeah. Uh Flux, thirteenth season, six episodes, uh sort of all gonna be one concise storyline, even though I think it's rather obvious watching this episode that it's like it is one story (laughs) story it is one story, but also it's a bunch of mini stories happening within the larger story, so we're going to be jumping around, but uh, written the first episode's titled The Halloween Apocalypse, directed by Jamie Magnus Stone, written by Chris Chibnall. Uh, Synopsis was, on Halloween all across the universe terrifying forces are stirring from the Arctic Circle to deep space and ancient evils breaking free and in present-day Liverpool, the life of Dan Lewis is about to change forever. Why is the Doctor on the trail of a fearsome cav- convinced... I can't even say that. Dog? And what is the flux? <laughs> uh, so what were, you, what were your overall thoughts? I don't know. Yeah, Kavinska. That sounds about right. It what were your overall thoughts on this? It felt like the first episode of a larger story, you know? <laughs> Which is a very big change of pace, too, obviously. The last the two of, seasons. Yeah. Um, yeah there's a lot to take in this first episode and it's like a lot <laughs> it was like kind of like getting hit in the face a bunch of times with a bunch of new information new characters um and new situations obviously we're coming off the doctor like learning she's still kind of keeping her the cards close to her chest about her identity and her past to yaz even though ryan ryan's the one she told all the information That's to. Fine. yeah um about the timeless child and that kind of stuff. So um, I liked it for the most part. I think there's, uh, I think there's some cool elements. Obviously they've got this giant thing chasing them or whatever. That's kind of there. Uh, I like the, the dog creature. That was very cool design uh, and interesting concept behind that. And then you got Tan Lewis, who's a, an interesting companion so far. <laughs> Uh, you know, and I very much enjoyed all the Liverpool references you know, as a Liverpool fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I really like this. I feel like the the one negative is that it's just like a lot. But at the same time, I was like, you know what? I had a lot of fun watching it. Like it was, um, I think the, I didn't mind the look of the swarm. I actually thought the special effects on that looked pretty good for Doctor Who. I think the special effects green screeny broom flying thing at the start of the episode didn't look that great. But I, I didn't think for Doctor Who the swarm special effects looked for Doctor Who, like as far as big CGI mess, uh, it looked yeah. okay. The swarm uh, looks like a really good Mighty Morphin Power Rangers villain. <laughs> <laughs> it's, all right. it's like uh, a I knockoff really... Fred Skull. Mm, sure. Um the new yeah, but so that's he, he's a, it's it scary. I guess he's like, he's Thanos snapping people, right? Or whatever that's we what it looks like. On. Yeah. So that's, the, that's an interesting scary thing going on. 
Um, I don't mind the introduction there. Lots to learn. Uh, Dan, who I know nothing about this John Bishop person, even though like I understand they're a comedian and sort of I guess popular in the UK. I've never watched anything they're in or any stand up or anything like that. At least as far as I'm aware, really liked Dan. I was instantly like into this character and just. I thought he was funny and easy to like and you got a board and a lot of like and his comedy actually worked. It didn't seem like forced or just sort of hammy or anything. Like it was it was funny. That moment the 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 dog thing, whatever it's called, cr cravakir, whatever. And whatever. Carvinistas. Carvinistas. Uh the second that like kicked the door down, he's like, Oi! That was like just such a like reaction. It was just like what are you doing? Go home. And he's like, go home to your mom and tell her you you, you put on a good show or whatever. Like, I, I liked all that. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, you got this really interesting thing with Claire. Uh, Weeping Angel in this, I was like, that was a really well shot scene. I was like, oh, this is actually scary. Like, I'm not like, you know, not like hiding behind my couch, but I was also like, this is the proper level of Weeping Angel. It was shot well enough yep. that you were like, like had a bit of that tension that would actually scare kids and i forgot how good the weeping angel well i didn't forget but just it's been a while since we've seen weeping angels sort of be used properly so i'm really looking forward to when we get back to the claire stuff to see some more of the weeping angels um what else are we well, i was just doing a quick run through before i want to like loop back away oh Sontarans. Sontarans. yeah, yeah. one of them this. apparently is much uglier than the other one yeah that was quite funny see again that that i feel like that could have like that you're writing a line there but it worked for me. I just thought it was, that was like sort of silly humor. It's like, you are really ugly. Or like, whatever. Like, and the way it's just like, yes, yes, I understand. I'm like, I, I think all the comedy in this worked for me for sure. Um, oh, and um, Yasmin's probably going to die. So. Do you think? I was like, I don't know. There's like a running joke where it's like, if any of the doctor's companions start getting like too comfortable in space and time travel and whatever else where they they're sort of running around and doing things on their own without the doctor and they they just they just know a lot now there's most of them they get too close dying yeah. or yeah, yeah or, or something like that so i mean maybe not it's just that's sort of well i think running from i imagine they'd want to start with another clean slate so yeah i would presume they're going to start with a clean slate which is makes you go okay so john bishop's doing what season and specials potentially which yep. is fine Maybe that's that's all you need, but um, yeah, hopefully I don't get too attached. But uh, yeah, so I don't know. Let's let's leave. I guess we're gonna say the swarm is the big overarching plot that we'll probably always touch on each episode. Is that how that's how I'm taking it? I assume like, that yeah, the swarm's the big bad for the season. Yeah. You know, the way we're tackling it. Yeah. So yeah. we're gonna have all these other things we touched on. Like next next week we're in the War of the Sontarans or whatever. But we're still going to, at several points in the episode, probably have a random interjected scene that will be like, hey, you remember, people, this person's like Thanos snapping, sucking. So are we assuming the swarm is behind the flux? I assume so, yeah, because it's like looks very similar. When it like eats the planets and stuff, right? I guess. That's how it looks. Or are you assuming that's not? You don't think it is? I have no idea. I assume because the flux didn't come along until the swarm got yeah, yeah. out of itself. Yeah, whatever. That kind of stuff, so. Yeah. What do you reckon the connection is with the Doctor with the whole... Because uh, the first time they you, we see, obviously, you hear um, Temporal Link or whatever it is, Awoken, and the Doctor's suddenly got this this vision to see what's happening. So there's, like, a connection there. Uh, it, Swarm explains that they fought each other across the galaxy, but um, I think he says they did a really good job on you or something, like implying someone wiped the Doctor's memory or, or well, something Well, I like assume that. 
it's going to involve a doctor before the first doctor. You know? You reckon? Yeah. But I mean, so that's... A, pre- a previous doctor, a previous incarnation of the doctor made sure to wipe the memories before regenerating? Is that what we're saying? Yeah. Well, we know that the doctor's mind's been wiped before. Otherwise, you would remember yeah. all the previous reincarnations before hmm. one. So. We still don't know where um, that, that other doctor from the last... The Joe Martin doctor. <laughs> Joe Martin actually fits into that, to the spectrum, yeah. Yeah. So that's something. Um, oh, and uh, they have... Uh, the Swarm has a sister, so when I open Twitter and the few people I follow that watch and tweet about Doctor Who whenever it's on, uh, of course, someone instantly is making a joke that um, the sister was the Rani and um, all this sort of like run, long-running Doctor Who joke about returning... Uh, bringing the Rani in from the classic Doctor Who sort of stuff. So it's like the equivalent of, I nearly wanted to make the joke about, I was like, here's my joke. Tell me if I should tweet this. Ready? Some wording of, who do we all reckon the swarm is? Me personally, think it's Mephisto. Like, is that a good <laughs> joke? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that works. Yeah, that works. Right. I mean, Who's I'm, behind the flags? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Mephisto. Who's behind the flags? Prefer it's prefer- All right, I'll tweet that after. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was, that, was, that was a shower fault before, but I was like, I know. I've been tested on you to see if it's a. I'm like combining fandoms. Like, you have to really understand the running jokes of Marvel stuff and then also <laughs> be watching Doctor Who at the same time. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's the swarm. I'm, I'm definitely keen. To, um, do, do, you, do you like the person, like the way they're portraying? Or is it just a little bit too, like, corny, sinister bullshit? I'd, like I said, it feels like a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers <laughs> villain, you know? Uh, even just the, you have the over-the-topness of, like, the introduction and that kind of stuff. But that's, like, fun. I mean, it's Doctor Who-ish. Uh, it is very different to any adversary that the Doctor's kind of had. You know, even the, I mean, the Master's, like, a little bit over-the-top, but, like, not this over-the-top and not this powerful with, like, instant-killing stuff. Um, and yeah, so I think also with the sister thing, I think it's another sign that someone's like been trying to forget, make the world forget about the swarm. So how, so I don't know how you took it. I took it as they hid that person like inside of a human like body shell or whatever, like whatever you want to call it. But I also took it as if they were aware they would eventually turn back, that they didn't actually want to turn back. And that the husband or boyfriend or whatever was also aware that that alarm or whatever was going off meant that they were going to turn and they were trying to just ignore it. That's how I took all of I assume they didn't know what the alarm was for. Okay. And you're like, no, we'll just destroy it and pretend we never heard it. You know, and then it turned out it was super important. Hmm. Because at first I was like, who the hell are these people and why do I care? But... Um, we got this soon enough. There's a lot of that. <laughs> mm, yeah, there's a lot of that. I mean, it is the fact... I, I, I've seen people, like, general consensus on Twitter, a lot of people... So I've seen mostly people be positive. Some, most of the negative reaction is, oh, it's just a lot of setup and all this sort of stuff. I'm like, okay. but Wow, that's also, the first episode of most yeah, TV shows. <laughs> yeah, but also we're going into the season knowing it's the first of a larger story compared to the normal season of Doctor Who, where if they'd done this last season, you would have been like, massive, big introduction, a million plot points. All right, now here's five one-off episodes that have nothing to do with... Well, the- they did open last season with a two-parter, so... Yeah. 
But again, like we, we you at least yeah. know that next episode, next week, when we're watching this on Monday, again, you at least know you're going in and we're straight into continuing stuff we've already touched on. We're not into a brand new thing. Like we're going into characters and elements we already touched on. Uh, what did you think of uh, the whole weird thing about man's best friend? <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> I uh, it I mean, it's so a fun, fun pun, and I guess you know, you know, that they couldn't like take more than one person at a time. That doesn't, really, you know, they all got I mean, assigned one. All <laughs> they one. all got one. It doesn't seem very practical. <laughs> <laughs> There's like one human I mean, left that, over. They, I think they set that up so they could purposely have the like them do the, the shield. Guardians of the Galaxy shield yeah, around the Earth shield thing. Oh, I thought that was pretty cool. No. Um, it's done, but it's been done, but still thought it was yeah. pretty cool. I mean, they should have done like shots from the Earth, like of what it's like from the inside, like everybody freaking out. Why has mm. the sun gone out? Yeah. I mean, often there's things in Doctor Who where you like. What would the random civilian on the street be thinking at this moment while things happening? But it's a weird time for an eclipse. Yeah, never really (laughs) any of that sort of stuff. Um, Yeah, and again, coming back to Dan, I liked all that sort of stuff where he's like, you know, I just want to rescue. He's like, I don't want to be rescued and all this sort of stuff. And the other thing I've seen, I know how I had no trouble. I have seen people be like, oh, I wonder how international, and I presume they mean international as in when they say international, the American, yeah, yeah, like. will go understanding his accent. I had no trouble, I think. But, yeah, do you think that would be a thing for, like, American audiences where it's Maybe. a bit too, bit too thick? A bit too thick, yeah, it could be. <laughs> you know, but I just don't think they told the him the subtitles on, guys. Just turn the subtitles they, on. They definitely did not tell him the whole back. Like, that second as no, soon as he starts, very he's like, blow your soccer, blow your you know, football, sorry. Blow your football, blow your football, we got all the things here. That you know, I was like, okay, we're not holding back. Straight into it. It's for, it, I mean, yeah, I, I really liked it. My, I... I Fella like has a lot to learn about his character. He's another element of the episode that's sort of introduced and still has a lot of questions, you know, like why? But you understand he's got a good heart, I guess is the main thing. Like, yeah, he's has he's a, a guy love with his... nothing who's yeah, working guy to help nothing. others. Yeah, and he doesn't even take that can of soup. Can't take that can Should of soup. have taken the can of soup. You had nothing, nothing mm. at home. That's That was my sort of takeaway for him is he's a he's a man who has nothing. He constantly wants to help out other people, and he has a big passion for both his city, uh, his city and um, sport and culture. I guess of the the city he's he's obviously grown up in. Like he's got that yeah. huge love for Liverpool, so yeah. he's doing tours for free <laughs> and getting told off. <laughs> that was a good twist. Like having him come in, you're like, oh, he's a tour guide. So, no, he's so, not a tour guide. <laughs> <laughs> not a tour guide at all. That makes that sense. Quite good. It's like yeah, history. Yeah. That guy's got throw eggs at his house. I throw eggs in my house. <laughs> Piss off. You're not a kid. <laughs> Trick or treat. I'm like, what the hell? What a loser. Bloody yeah. adults. Um, what else we got? Who's dog? We touched on that. Um, yeah, Weeping Abers. What, what do you think the story is with Claire? Like with her being like, oh, doctor. Oh, we haven't met yet. You know, doing that whole typical, like, it seemed at first very River Song-ish, but then I was like, yeah. there's no way they're doing something like that again. I just feel like this is just the way they're introducing this. But, um, you know, she's like, we met in the past. So obviously she's touched by the angel. She's now shot back to the past. I presume she's going to be shot back to that time period we actually start the episode in, is how I could sort be. of linking up elements. That would make sense. I got the impression there's some sort of connection between her and Yaz. Okay. At least going forward, yeah. Just the way the camera was on the pair, mm. you know. So, 
uh, yeah, I've got no idea. Obviously, she's already been through something, and now she's gone through it. She's going through another thing with the Weeping Angel. Uh, so, and she knew what a Weeping Angel she was knew before what she it was, was trying to avoid before she was even touched by one, which is the interesting part, you know. Like, if they met in the past and she only got just sent back to the past, has she somehow made it back to be sent back forward to be sent back again? Like, she already knew what the angel was. Yeah. You know? So she's she's had a run in with it's them. Like, oh, before. not this again. Yeah. And most people who, most people don't know what weeping angels are because you have a run in with weeping angel and that's sort of, you're one and done, you know? You sent off somewhere and you, you don't have a run in again. So that was definitely interesting, I thought. So it wasn't. Like she was well aware, don't blink, don't blink, don't blink, and all that sort of stuff. Um, what else? Oh yeah, Sontarans. There's not much to touch on there. I think that shot in the the preview for next week's episode with them all fighting and whatever was kind of cool. Um, it's funny, typical Sontaran. I miss Sontarans. Sontarans were always, you know, in Matt Smith's run when I can't remember. What was, do you remember the name of that Sontaran? You know, the one that was like the Daria, Dex, yeah. something like that. I miss uh, I miss having Sontaran around. Typical, just blunt humor. Like the part where it's like, "Oh, the flux is coming through; it's destroying everything," and they're like, "Glorious!" Or you know, like what, whatever. Typical, like Sontaran sort of thing was quite fun. Um, I feel like I'm missing. What's there like a? Am I missing like a, a standout thing? What do you think? Anything on Yaz? I felt obviously she feels a bit more, um, as I was saying, comfortable and whatever else, but also. Yeah. Willing to take the doctor on and like call out her bullshit, I guess. And be like, what secrets yeah, are you guessing? So. Yeah. She's her only friend at the moment, so. Yeah, I guess it's no one to deflect, <laughs> for the doctor to deflect interest onto, you know? Hmm. So. Oh, what about the TARDIS? What do you reckon going on? What's, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, uh, maybe it's dying. It's like, which would be concerned. Man, imagine if the next season Doctor's got a bra- Doctor has a brand new TARDIS. Somehow they find another. Some have to like find a new TARDIS. It's like, yeah, because obviously Gallifrey's gone now, so hmm. it's like you assume there's no more TARDISes for real this time. We swear, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> we're never going except, back again. Except if they go to the past at Gallifrey. Yeah, okay, typical. Um. Oh, that was it. I have a random thing I was going to call out. The old mate on um, Rose Base or whatever, which was a... Old uh, Grey Worm. Yeah. What was going on there? Was it Grey Worm? Yeah. Oh, there you go. I didn't realize. Yeah. What do, what do you reckon of that? Calling it Rose? Just random or... I think it's just random. I reckon it's random? A little bit. Maybe not. Bad Wolf. Bad end Wolf. End of, Bad, end of the universe. End of the universe is coming in the form of the Flux. What if it's the it's other universe trying to come in, take over this universe? I, I'm putting it out there now. And I know I said we'll touch on it more later, but I swear, since Russell T. Davis is returning, I'm putting money right now. We see Rose again. I'm saying it right now. Maybe. There's no way. I'm saying we see her again. It's happening. Um, yeah, anything you know, else you want to There was always that rumor was- in the early days of like Doctor Who that. Billy Piper was going to be the Doctor. That was also going to do like a spin-off series or yeah. something like that, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm saying she'd 100% come back. Uh, anything you want to call out, missed, or bring up that I've I've missed amongst all this? No, uh, obviously they had that action-packed opening <laughs> with them escaping that was, the that prison. That was the worst part of the episode, in my opinion. It's like, yeah, the CGI was not great, and you know. Mm. 
And then, and then they both land on a trampoline and onto a bed, mm-hmm. a single bed, which I thought was a bit odd. It's like, I was like, oh, is this leading? It's, no, it's just to like stop their landing. It was just Some, a bit. Yeah. The, only, the only good thing out of that whole sequence, I mean, I didn't hate it. I was just like, you know, I clicked play on the episode and I was like, yeah, yeah, right. this doesn't look great. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I wasn't straight into it. It wasn't until the scenes after that. They're not, looking back on the episode, I'm like, that's definitely the worst sequence of the, the whole episode. <laughs> but they did have one good part, which was her, the doctor trying to unlock the handcuffs and be like, maybe I set them when I was Scottish. Or lock or, you know, like, what? <laughs> that was quite funny. That was a good bit. I enjoyed that. Release. Release, yeah, what you release? <laughs> I can't even do an accent, but she did good. She did a good little accent there. I thought, yeah. All right, I'll do it. This week's episode of Fish Fingers and Custard, a podcast that covers every season of Doctor Who, apart from the twelve, <laughs> except for season twelve and all the seasons <laughs> before. And all, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if we ever, if if all video games, movies, and TV shows ever stop releasing. We've always got this podcast where we can do a rewatch, I guess, of older stuff. It's always an opportunity. Um, thank you for joining us this episode. Of course, you can head on over to explosionnetwork.com. We can find all the rest of our podcasts, including what do you want to watch that I already mentioned. Uh, follow all of our Twitters, explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter will take you to a uh, Twitter list of all of our Twitters. If you'd like to talk to us about anything, including Doctor Who, head on over to our Discord, explosionnetwork.com slash Discord. Um, and I don't know if you remember, you used to have a bit for this. Did I? Yeah. How do you want to end the show? I don't know. All right. See you next week. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Did I have a bit? Flux out. Yeah. Flux out. I don't think I have a bit for this one. That's my bit. Flux out. That's how I'm ending this season. Flux out. Flux out. Flux you. Go. Flux you. Yeah. (laughs) we'll, We'll do that. This is the whole bit now. Flux you.